This is the When Life Happens podcast, the real podcast all about helping real people overcome real life issues successfully. And since life never stops, let's get after it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I'm your host, William Jackson, and I'm so excited because we have another opportunity to live, learn, and grow together. And today we're going to talk about a topic that I think is paramount in our ability to matriculate through life's issues, life's tests, life's trials, life's curveballs successfully. I believe that how we respond to whatever we face has the ability to push us through our issue so that we can get to the other side of fulfillment and purpose and destiny, or it can prolong us in it based on how we respond to our situation. I believe there are two types of people. There are one who have the ability to see things at face value and accept whatever the situation gives to them. And then there are those who have this uncanny ability to see past the current situation, see deeper into what they're facing and have a perspective and a mentality that that digs deep and finds the grit to say, this will not define me. This is not where my life ends. This is not where the story ends. This is not where the book is closed. This is only a page in the chapter. And it's those people who have the ability to push through the things that they're facing successfully because of their response and their response is dictated by their perspective. So we're going to look at a story that I found of a man who was faced with several different occurrences and had the opportunity to adopt the perspective of the people that he was around and alter his response, but he chose to go a different route. So I'm going to read this story to you. And when I found it, I couldn't help but share it because there were so many nuggets that I believe is going to help us as we pursue having the right perspective in everything that we face. So there's an old parable about an old man and his white horse. In this parable, the old man has a beautiful white horse. He could sell it and amass a large fortune. The old man chooses to keep it in the stable and never sells the horse. His neighbors think he's crazy. They're telling him that there will come a day that the horse is going to be stolen and the man will have nothing. Well, guess what? That day came. Waking up one morning, the horse was not in the stable and was nowhere to be found. The man's neighbors were right all along, and they rushed over to tell the man that he was now cursed because he had lost everything. The man's response was profound. Don't speak too quickly, he said. Say only that the horse is not in the stable. That is all we know. The rest is judgment. If I've been cursed or not, how can you know? How can you judge? The people were offended by what the man said. How can you say this? They asked. It is clear that you are cursed, no matter what your perspective might be. The old man spoke again 
and said, all I know is that the stable is empty and the horse is gone. The rest I do not know. Whether it be a curse or a blessing, I can't say. All we can see is a fragment. Who can say what will come next? What a fool, the neighbors thought. After several days, the horse returned. He'd not been stolen, but ran away. And on his return, he brought with him a dozen wild horses. Now, the neighbors had to come out and tell the man that he was right all along. And in fact, he's a blessed man because now he has a whole herd of horses. The man's response was paramount again. Once again, you go too far. Say only that the horse is back. State only that a dozen horses returned with him, but don't judge. How do you know that this is a blessing or not? You see only a fragment. Unless you know the whole story, how can you judge? You read only a page of a book. Can you judge the whole book? You read only one word of a phrase. Can you understand the entire phrase? The man's neighbors found it hard to argue with this. Maybe he's right, they said. But deep down, they knew the old man was wrong. He had one horse and now has 13. How could he say he isn't blessed? The old man had a son, his only child. And the son one day went to breaking these wild horses when one of them flung him off, landing, he broke both of his legs. The neighbors were awestruck at the man's wisdom. He was right. We were wrong. The old man being too old to do much on the farm, no longer having his son available to work the land, he would likely lose his income. Not long after this, a war broke out in the old man's country. All young men were called up to serve in the army where most would perish, leaving many fathers without their sons. This was true for the old man's neighbors who had sons that were never to return home. They went to the old man weeping. You were right. We were wrong. Your son's accident is a blessing. And while his legs are broken, you will have many more years with him. We will not. Our sons are gone. You are blessed. We are cursed. The old man responded once again, it is impossible to talk to you. You always draw conclusions. No one knows. Say only this, your sons had to go to war and mine did not. No one knows if it is a blessing or a curse. No one is wise enough to know. Only God knows. We see a man here that has been faced with several different issues in life. And there were opportunities to adopt one perspective after another. But I loved his response in every situation. When we look at the top of the story, we see that he has this beautiful white horse that he could have got a lot of money off of. His neighbors were telling him, you need to sell it because if you don't, it's going to be stolen and you will have nothing. What's the takeaway here? 
This is a fundamental fact of life that people will always think that they know what's best for you. Everyone is always going to have an opinion. There's always going to be an opportunity for people to believe that they know what's best for you. Everybody is always going to be able to look through the lens of their own perspective and assess what you should do with your life. This is why you have to have a clear cut foundation of not only who you are, but where you're headed. Because if you don't know who you are, you will accept and embrace who they say you are and what they say about you. So many people suffer from a lack of identity because they are accepting the opinions and the perspective of others because they have not clearly defined who they are and where they are headed. Once you know who you are to the core of you, to the foundational core of who you are as a person and where you are headed, where your purpose is going, the direction of your destiny, no one can sway you off of your course. But if you're out wandering aimlessly and you don't have an understanding of who you are and, and what you were created to do and how your purpose aligns with the steps that's being made and taken in this very season of life, you'll start to drift and people will say, come over here because this is where you're supposed to be. Or they'll say, go over there because that's where you're supposed to be. And then we'll start drifting because we don't have an understanding of who we are and where we're headed. People always think that they will know what's best for you, but you have to have an understanding of who you are and where you are headed. Because if you don't, you will then take what they say as the fundamental truth, because this could possibly be what's best for you because you have no idea what's best for you. Then we get down, check this out. After they tell him that he needs to sell the horse because if he doesn't, one day it's going to be stolen and he will be left with nothing. That day came from a perspective, from someone's viewpoint. When he woke up that morning and found that the horse was gone, this was then the temptation to accept the people's version of truth according to the facts that were being presented. There's always going to be an opportunity where even if you are firm in what you know about you and where you're headed, there, there is going to come a day where you reach a moment where you say, you know what? The facts that are being presented to me look exactly like what they said. They said, I'll lose the horse, that it'll be stolen and I'll have nothing. And I woke up today and guess what? I don't have anything. They must have been right. That's the temptation to fall prey to the evidence that, be, that is being presented to you, saying they must have been right. But what does he say? Don't speak too quickly. Say only that the horse is not in the stable. That is all we know. What, what is he saying here? He's saying, here, stay here in this moment. Because this moment is all we have. We can speculate about the next moment. We can speculate about what happened to the horse. We can speculate about what happened to the horse. But what we know now is that the horse is not in the stable. That's it. That's it. That's all we know. 
All we know is that the horse is not in the stable. So stay here in this moment because when life happens, the tendency is to now take whatever's being presented to you and apply it to the rest of your life. Okay, there, there's something happened. There's a sickness that you're facing. There's a, a layoff or there's a, a broken relationship or something didn't work out in your favor. And the tendency is to jump out of this moment and jump into the future and apply whatever's happening now to your entire future. What is the man saying? All we know is that the horse is not in the stable. What if we had this mentality in perspective to say, you know what? All I know is that this didn't work out. That's all I know. All I know is that I don't feel good today. All I know is that that business failed. All I know is what I see. How powerful is that perspective? To be in a space where you can look at what you're facing but stay here in this moment. This is a life lesson that you can take with you that will literally transform your entire life. Stay here. When it doesn't work, when it doesn't feel good, when you feel like you're about to crumble, stay here in this moment. Because all I know is what I see right here and now. Don't allow this moment to filter into the next and then start shaping your perspective about your future, because then you'll start to say that all I know is that this didn't work. And now I believe that that won't work either. All I know is that I'm hurting now. And now I believe that I will never be back to a place where I feel like myself or I feel whole again or I feel happy again. Stay here in this moment. And you see the people's response. They were offended. How can you say this? Because from their perspective, what did they say? It is clear that you are cursed, no matter what your perspective might be. How powerful is your perspective? Look at what they say. It's clear that you're cursed. It's clear to you. It's clear to you from your, from your vantage point. You see a curse. I see an opportunity. You see failure. I see a lesson. This is how if you can maintain your proper perspective, you won't allow people's ignorance to start shaping your response to your situation. Because that's all he said. He said, listen, all I know is that the stable is empty and the horse is gone. The rest I do not know. Whether it be a curse or a blessing, I can't say. Because all I see is a fragment. That's all I see. Who can say what will come next? This is what the man is saying. It's so powerful, his perspective. He stayed in the moment and listened to his verbiage. All I know is this. I hear what you're saying, but I'm going to say the facts that I see that is presented before me. This is all I know. Why is this so powerful? Because whatever you agree with, you give life to. And the main way that we bring about agreement with a situation, an idea, what life is presenting to us is with the words that we say. That's the main place. That is the main place. When we get to the place where it's we see now that, hey, uh, all I know is what's right here in front of me. 
Because as soon as I adopt, say, for instance, if the people came to him, they said, you, it, it, it doesn't matter what you say, you're cursed. And he said, you know what? It does look like I'm cursed, huh? Maybe you're right. In that moment, he gives life to the ignorance and now then accepts and embraces a curse. And now it becomes real because all reality is adopted reality. He stayed in the moment. The neighbors thought he was a fool. But check this out. After several days, the horse came back. And not only did he come back, he came back with several other wild horses. He brought 12 with him. 12. He went from having one horse to having 13 horses. And we see the quick response. What do the neighbors do? Oh, he's a blessed man. He was right all along. You know what's crazy is that we put so much emphasis on the words of people when people are so finicky that we hang our perspective, our confidence on the words of man who has a vantage point that may not align with your own. What's the takeaway? You can't be swayed by the crowd noise. The truth is, is that cheers turn to boos and then back to cheers almost instantaneously. And if you are motivated by the cheers, you will be devastated by the boos. If you are only in it because of the people who are rooting for you, because you have the support. Listen, support is an accessory. It's not a necessity. Support is great, but if you have a made up mind as to where you are headed, it doesn't matter if you support me, if you believe in me, if you think that this is a good idea or not, because I know for myself. And once I get it and I lock it, it doesn't matter if you're cheering for what I'm doing, if you're booing about what I'm doing, if you're hating on it, if you're loving it, because I am committed to this journey, this process, because I have a confident assurance. I have a confident awareness. I have a confidence that this is the path for me. And once you get that and you lock that in your mind, in your heart and in your spirit, that's when you become unstoppable. So you can't be swayed by the crowd noise. Cheers will turn to booze almost instantaneously. You got to know what you're in it for. Because once you know it, and it's locked here and here in your mind and in your heart, that is when nothing can stop you from reaching your goal. So they came back. Now they're praising him. Now you, you got 13 horses, man. You're blessed. He responds again. You go too far. You go too far. Say only what you see. I have one horse and now I have 13. Who knows if it's a blessing? Who knows if it's a curse? Can you read one page and judge the whole book? And what happens? The neighbors found it hard to argue with this. You know why? Because people find it hard to argue with confidence. When you are confident in your belief, when you are confident in what you know about yourself, when you are confident in who you were created to be, people find it hard to go back and forth with you. They'll try maybe once or twice, 
But if you stand firm on your decision, that's why you can have complete and utter power over peer pressure. Because they may try you once, they may try you twice, they may try you three times. But when you stand firm and you're confident and you are strong in your belief, they will find it hard to argue with you. If you are building a business and the people that you're connected to are saying it's never going to work and you say, I don't care what you say, I know it's going to work. I believe it. They'll come back. Hey, you really haven't turned a profit yet. Maybe you should throw in a towel. I know what I'm I know what I'm doing. I believe it. It's going to work. Hey, I know you've been gaining some traction, but compared to those in your market, you're not really doing what you need to be doing. You're not really doing the numbers of your competitors. I know what I'm doing and I believe in it. Eventually, they'll stop trying to argue with you. When they start coming to you and say, hey, the doctor said this, I don't care what the doctor said. I believe that I'm going to be healed. I believe if I make some changes in my diet, if I make some changes in, in my regimen, that I can turn this thing around, that I am not going to die here. Well, hey, you know, the prognosis says that most people don't come back from it. I don't care what most people don't do. I'm coming back from it. Well, the doctor says that you only have six months. I don't care how long he says. I'm going to fight every day. And I believe that it's going to turn in my favor. Eventually, they will have a hard time arguing with you. And those who keep coming back to argue with you, those are the people that you'll see and recognize as those that you don't even need to be connected to in the first place. Because if you can't get on board with me, if you can't lock in with my faith, you can take that doubt across the street. Because we only speak faith over here. Because I can't even be engaging in conversations that lead me to a place where now I am taking on your perspective. Because I got to know it for myself and believe it and stand on it. So what are you believing? What are you up against that is causing you to waver in your response to your situation? Is it what a doctor said? Is it what a friend said? Did something not work out? Where are you in regards to your response to when life happens? Because your response is going to determine how you handle the situation, how you matriculate through it, and how you come out on the other side. Because some people barely make it out of situations, but they have so much trauma residue and so much of their broken pieces and so much of the 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 essence of what they just came out of still attached to them and still on them that it affects everything that they do moving forward so you have to get to the place where you realize and understand that it's not about what you face it's about how you respond to it you're not responsible for what happens to you but you are responsible for how you respond to what happens to you because there are a lot of things that are out of your control. But what you can control is your response. Is when I'm up against a brick wall, how will I respond? Is when the doctors say I only have six months to live, how will I respond? Will I respond with discipline? Will I respond with doing the necessary things to set myself up for success? What will I respond with? Or will I just succumb to whatever they say? agree with whatever life throws at me and just let life dictate my journey.
No, I choose the direction of my life. I have the faith and I have the belief that if I respond correctly, if I'm faced with a difficulty, if I respond with a positive outlook, with a positive perception, if I respond with the right attitude and the right focus, I can accomplish anything. But it's all determined and based on your perspective of your situation. Because you can't respond with faith if you don't believe that there's hope. And regardless as to what you are up against, there is hope still available. As long as you are breathing, there's hope for you. All you have to do is just change your response. You are not a victim. You've been through hell and high water before. You've come out of situations that people said that you would never come out of. You're stronger than where you are. And it's time for you to respond with that level of strength, with that level of faith, and with that level of confidence. Because when you respond correctly, the sky's the limit. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope you got something out of this episode because when you respond with the proper attitude and perspective, you are unstoppable. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the When Life Happens podcast. I hope that you found this episode both impactful and inspiring. Before you go, like and share the show, subscribe to it, leave us a comment, rate us and review us on all podcast platforms. Your engagement helps us reach more people and create a better show. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you're interested in more resources and tools of how to live a fulfilled life and step fully into your purpose or purchase your copy of the life-changing book, When Life Happens, head over to www.theofficialwilliamjackson.com for more information. Until next time, keep rising, keep thriving, and remember that no matter what life throws your way, you have everything inside of you you need to overcome and succeed. That's all the time that we have.